Welcome to the Gutch Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thanks so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word from my dad, Pastor Bill Shear. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutschurch.com. All of us are here uh, primarily because there's more. So if, if you look at it where we're not just going to church, we're not just checking the box, we're not just fulfilling our commitment, we're coming in and we're thinking, okay, there's more. So what we've got to do is we've got to provide a place. We've got to give our attention to it. We've got to take notes so that we don't forget. We, I mean, there's so much. There, there's going to be so much promise that's going to be delivered in just 25 or 30 minutes today that... It, it really what comes into play is eye hasn't seen nor heard nor has entered the heart of man. The great things that God has for those who love him, who walk uprightly, are called according to his purpose. See, God, his, his promises, his kingdom are all limitless. See, and that's hard for us because what we want to do is we want to set boundaries and we want to set limits and we want to put borders in our life. And we want to, when, when the, the kingdom is limitless, and that's what, that, that's what we're inheritors of, is God's kingdom. And along with these no limits is his faithfulness. See, you think about it, the God that we're talking about here, the God who's alive, the God who's in our midst, the God who said he'd never leave us or forsake us, is all he is is faithful. And listen, he's faithful to his promise. He's not faithful to every one of your whims. He's faithful to his promise. He's expecting for us to grow up and be mature about his promise. Because what God wants to do is bless us. Listen, to the point, we are so, this is what's mind-blowing. He wants to bless us as his people, as his church. He wants to bless us that in us, listen, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So why do we do Guts Girls Gets Back? Because we're going to bless families. And the idea isn't just loading these kids up with toys. The idea is to hook them into the kingdom. The idea is to get them to look and say, okay, man, this is God. We're blessing you because we love God. See, we're a part of this. See, increase is normal. But you know what? We've got to be thankful. We we enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Our, our lives, the life of God in Christ, write this down, the life of God in, in Christ, begin, everything begins with thankfulness. Otherwise, you know what we're going to do? We're going to see the negative things that the devil tries to sprinkle into God's faithfulness. And you know what's going to happen? That's all we can see. And then we can't unsee it. And then we look at it, we think, yeah, but Man, it's good, but except for this. And it's like, wait, so what happens then? A critical spirit, come, negativity comes in. A critical spirit comes into our lives. And guess what? Man, now we're not looking at the limitless nature of God's faithfulness. Do you understand? God's, faithful, God's faithfulness is attached to his love. And increase is normal when we're thankful. Are you, it, it, the areas of your life that, that aren't increasing are areas that you're not thankful because you're not keeping your eye on God's promise. See, God's promise is all we have now. It really is. See, be, be, because 
Everything, what's amazing is God's word is the solid rock that we build, the foundation of our life. So now it's just storm after storm after storm after storm. And you know what? And then you'll get up and people, people get up and say, man, the world's on fire. And it's like, oh, that, yeah, except guess what? Our God is the consuming fire. So the, the, this, this counterfeit fire that the world is offering is, is to try to get us off of the the rock-solid foundation that God's given us to lay our lives and to get, get it onto sand. And what's that sand going to do? It's going gonna, it's gonna to shift, and it's going to move. And if, when your foundation begins to move, you can't trust anything. That's why all of our foundation has to, every bit of the foundation of our lives has to be based on God's promise. See, and, and, and the breakthrough that we're all looking for, it's, it, it, it start, it's in our thankfulness. We can, the Bible doesn't say to be thankful for things. It says to be thankful in things. So how many of you guys are going through something? Let me see your hands. It should be everyone. If you're not, you're not breathing or you've conceded. So you know what? You're going through something. We're thankful in it. Not for it. See, so, so then you, you ask, I'm going to ask you three questions. Number one, what's God doing in your life? You know what? Usually people have to think for a minute. And let me tell you, that's the ploy of the enemy. What God's doing, what's God doing in your life? Man, I'll tell you what, God's making me better. You know what? I'll tell you, God is enlarging my my. At, at, see, just realizing how, how at 45 years or whatever, Sandy's been a Christian for 50 years, and she's been spirit-filled for probably 40 or 45 years. I've been spirit-filled for 45 years, praying in tongues. That What that does is it builds me up on my most holy faith. What it does is it enlarges my capacity to receive God's grace. See, the grace of God. We're saved by grace we live by grace, and it's through our faith. And when it, as we pray in the Spirit, we pray in tongues, it builds us up on our most holy faith. Why? So now I can contain more of God's grace. See, so what's God doing in your life? And, and then you look at it, it's real simple. What are you thankful for? Man, if somebody just bumps into you, in line at the, at the quick trip or the come and go or whatever your flavor is, just, just bumps in your line. You say, you know what? I'm, th I'm, I'm thankful for what God's doing in my life, and here's what he's doing right now. And you know what? They may, they may walk and think, you're, a, you're, a, you're weird. But invariably, people will start thinking, what am I thankful for? I am, I, I, I'm telling you, at the end of the day, and, and she's a girl, and girls are weird, but I'm so thankful for Pastor, I'm so thankful for Sandy. I am. And it's like, she's talking about going and looking at Christmas lights. It's like, no, would you guys please stop putting, just put a bulb, just, you don't have to do what you're doing to have people drive by. I don't want to drive by your house and look at your Christmas lights. I don't want to do it. But now I got grandbabies. They don't care. They just want the ice cream. Just get them a dadgum sugar. You probably shouldn't say sugar daddies at church, but do they still have those? Get them a candy. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of sugar daddies, but 
They're pretty good. You put, you, the, you. Thank you for coming. And the third question is, for what are you believing God? God, what's that next thing? Because I'll tell you, your happiness, your wholeness, and your health is all, ba- this is, is all, you've never heard this before. I just came up with this recently. Happy, whole, and healthy is all in your next step. It is, your next step. What's your next step? That's what you can base you being happy, healthy, and whole. Your next step. See, so Proverbs 4.23 says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Man, the, your heart is going to limit you. The, Paul said, look, you're not limited by us. You're not limited by this doctrine. You're limited by your own affections. See, so you look at it, it's like that's why you've got to teach your kids where to put their affections. Man, so many of you guys, you're raising teenagers, and you'll hear people, you'll have people say, man, just get those teenage years, just get through it. No. That's where the foundation matters is when your kids are teenagers. That's what I realized. My kids are smarter than me. So when, when I say no, you better drop it, or it's going to get really bad for you. I'm going to start taking things away. When it was Taylor, it was like, okay, go get the paddle. Well, Dad, I just want to talk to you. Yeah, this is how I'm going to talk. I'm going to let that paddle do my talking. When an adult says no, you drop it. See, why? Because you've got you to have a baseline. What you've got to do is you've got to create space where we stay on this firm foundation. What's the foundation of your life right now? Because let me tell you, 2024 are going to be throwing pitches at us that we've never seen before. I remember when playing Little League Baseball, and, and I, I always played up, so I was always playing against older kids. And I, man, I remember when, they, when, when curveballs and sliders, and I remember a kid throwing a knuckleball, and I'm thinking, what the heck was that? What's that curveball? I'm looking at it, man, because, man, I can see it, I can hit it. I can put the bat on the ball if you just throw it straight. But then kids started throwing hard enough, that ball started drifting, that ball started sailing. Then they threw, they threw curveballs, and I'm like, whoa, okay. So we've got we've to understand that this year there's going to be some pitches we've never seen before. But guess what? The Spirit of God will forearm us and forewarn us for what's coming. All we've got to do is say, God, what, what's coming? I want to guard my heart. I want, I want everything in life to flow from the, the firm foundation, God, that you've given me. And, and the Bible says, above all. Here's the, the, your armor, above all, taking the shield of faith, which is able to quench all the fire darts of the evil one. Let me tell you, let me tell you what's happening, what's happening in January, February, March, April, May, 2024, fiery darts. You don't want them connecting, burning you down. But that shield of faith, it's able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. Look at, look at how Psalm 37 starts. Psalm 37 says, do not fret because of evildoers. Underline that, highlight that. 
Write that in your notes. Do not fret because of evildoers. Let me tell you what evil gets. Evil gets airtime in the, in the media. You hear me? If you, so, so here's the deal. If it causes you to fret, do this. I don't know. You don't have knobs anymore, do you? What do you have? Yeah, I was, I was FaceTiming with Woods today. Well, really, I was FaceTiming with the ceiling in their kitchen because he, 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 he's two, I think. And he, he said, hey, hey Rev, um, it's game day. I said, I know. It's on today, huh? Browns are going down today. Brownies, they're so cute little brownies. We're going to stomp a mud hole in them today. Where was I? Oh, yeah, Woods. Woods, Woods said, hey, it's game day. I said, hey, Woods, let's get it on. And, 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 and then he said, I said, hey, Woods, I got to go to work. He said, okay, just hold on. I got to find the red button. I'm like, what red button is he talking? And then I looked at my phone, and a phone went blank. I'm like, oh, he beat me to the, to the red button. Let me tell you, that red button is for when you start to fret a little bit because of evildoers. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be anxious of the workers of iniquity. Man, the world is anxiously awaiting the appearing of the sons of God. We show up, guess what? Anxiety leaves. Why? Because our foundation is so firm and so steady and, and rock hard it, that no matter what storm hits us, it's not going to prevail. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed. Trust, listen, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. How many of you guys are ready for 2024 to be loaded with the desires of your heart? Let me see your hands. You've got to delight yourself in him. That's all you've got to do. We're not freaking out. We're not fretting evildoers. They're going to be cut down like grass. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What it is is the desire of your heart. Trust God's promises and do good. Live in his promises and live on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and live the life you desire. The will of God is our true desire. We've got we've to be stop, stop being so impressed with the size of our problem. When we react to the devil... We can give him influence. That's why praying from a position of fear is fruitless to gain God's promises and his provision. And so many people, let me just tell you, so many church people, so many people praying are praying from a position of fear instead of a position of faith. See, God's word puts us in a position of faith. And you know what that is? Believing and receiving. Write that down. Believing and receiving. That's what my life, 2024, believing and receiving. Psalm 119, 130 says, the entrance of his words give life, light. Light is life. It gives, under, listen, it gives understanding to the simple. 
Can I, can, I, can I boil this down to you? Can I break this down? God's good, the devil's bad. Every good and perfect gift comes from above and nothing else matters. My relationship with God is always a life-for-life -life exchange. That's what's happening right now. The word's being preached. It's a lot, God's offering exchange. It's always, give me your life, and I'll give, you, I'll give you my life. That's what God's saying. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Hey, how many guys are weary? How many guys are heavy laden? God wants to give you rest. See, Isaiah 61.1, and this is the life-for-life life exchange. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he, the Lord has anointed me. He's given me his presence to preach the gospel the, the, to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of the prison to those who are, are bound. To proclaim the acceptable, your life has to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion or in the church. To give them beauty for ashes. This is the exchange. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called those of righteousness. And the, Now listen, and the this is key. And the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. See, what God's going to do is he's going to supplant, he's going to take away what's been sown in your life, the tares, and he's going to plant, he's going to plant his will into your life. See, that's, the word comes as seed. You receive this word today that it's a life for life exchange, it's sown in your heart. Now you're living your life and it's the end of December and it's the beginning of January and it's 2024 and it's February and the fruit of, of his word begins to be produced in your life. See, it's, it's through faith and patience. Write that down. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. Through faith and patience, the word's being sown into your life now. So what you're expecting is the very near future of your life is going to be the will of God. And they shall rebuild the old ruins, and they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities the desolations of many generations. Let me tell you, this is, the, this is our agenda. We're the turnaround generation for the church on the earth today. I believe God has, has, has given warning and, and, and armed his church for, for every generation. He's done it for us, and he's wanting us to be the turnaround generation on the earth. And we're strong for a four-fold building project. This has got to be your life. This has got to be your home, your marriage, your children, your relationships, your vocation, your finances, your resources. Rebuild old ruins. I, I, let me tell you, that is, I believe that Christians are adept at deferred maintenance of their lives. Rebuild old ruins, former desolations, ruined cities. See, I believe this, the progression of this, that the old ruins is my life. 
the former desolations is my family and my within reach. Listen, the ruined cities, that becomes every direction we can see and how far we can see. And then the desolation of many generations. Why? Let me tell you, at some point, you know what hit me? I'm going to say this and then I'm going to close. I don't know that we've won a war in my lifetime. I bought into America. I bought into America as a superpower of peace and liberty and generosity. But then I looked at it and I thought, you know, I don't, and, and the only reason is, is I don't know that we're fighting to win as a nation. So I thought about that and I thought, hold it. Hmm. We are the ones that can repair the desolation of many generations. What if, what if you're the chosen generation? What if you're the greatest generation who's ever lived? What if you are? See, a teaser for 2024, just as we close. Nehemiah 2.20. The God of heaven will make us prosper. And, and read, listen, go to Nehemiah and read the first two chapters leading up to verse 20. And it'll, it'll open your eyes to the true path that we're on right now. The God of heaven will make us prosper. It doesn't say, it says God will take responsibility for our prosperity is what it says. And we his servants, now here's the condition on us prospering, will arise and build. And, and in the New King James, it says, so I answered them and said to them, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build, but you have no heritage or right or memorial in Jerusalem. That means the devil has to take his hands, his plans, his pursuits, his, his, his he's trying to intercept. It, none of that's going to work. But the God of heaven himself will prosper us. That's 2024 for all of us. But what's our mission? Arise and build. Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Paul said, I'm a master builder. So what are we here to do? We're here to, we're here to build the church and be master builders. We're here to build our children, our boys into men, our girls into women. We're here, we're here to build programs. We're here, here to build property. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, the, I, 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 I saw the build out in my heart, and I've talked to Sandy about this just a little bit, of the kids building. You talk about generations. We're going to start from the ground up. The build out of the kids building, it's going to begin, and in, 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 it's, it's in the architects right now. And, but but I, I looked at it, and I thought, okay, I want kids, not literally, losing their mind to get here. I want them looking at it and think, dear God, is this guts today? But you know what we've got to do? We've got to arise and build. And you know what's interesting, and I'm going to preach on this in January. Build and prosper, prosper and build. I said, God, which one comes first? 
And I, I think God snickered. Like, why are you trying to be something you're not? Just prosper and build and build and prosper and prosper and build and build and prosper. Say this with me. Prosper and build. Build and prosper. Say it with me. Come on. Prosper and build. Build and prosper. Prosper and build. Build and prosper. Keep saying it. Prosper and build. Build and prosper. See, that's, that's what we're heading into. You guys with me? Man, let's go. Let's come in hot. Let's go hard, man. Let's, let's get it on. We're going on offense. You, you guys ready to go on offense? <laughs> God, I, we love, hey, would you guys, play? I'm, I'm so thankful you're here today. It really is. I was looking, during the music, I look around and it's like, there's amazing people in here. And I know you're going through stuff. But today, your, your, your takeaway is this is a life for life exchange. I'm giving up what I'm going through and I'm, I'm picking up what God's laying down. Man, there's a path for my life. There's a target for my life. It's good, not evil. It's a future and a hope. It's health and prosperity because my soul's prospering. Right? It all, it all lines up. He's a good God. The devil's a bad devil. And we're here just stomping. Join me in hating the devil, will you? Man, let's not have... He doesn't get, he doesn't get my wife. He doesn't get my kids. He doesn't get my grandkids. He doesn't get my monies. He doesn't get my resources. He doesn't get my church. He doesn't get my relationships. He gets nothing. He leaves here empty-handed in the name of Jesus. Anybody said? God, I thank you for this time. God, I pray a blessing upon every person in this place. God, I thank you that we are coming into an era of prospering and building. And God, we're going to build something great for you. We're going to build men and women and families. We're going to build athletes and businessmen. We're going to build politicians. We're going to build doctors and lawyers and salesmen and plumbers. We're going to build men of God and women of God. And God, just like the cheap seats shouted out a minute ago, God, put us in. Here we are. Use us. We love you, God. If you're here today, and I, I, I sense a prompting of the Lord, and I'm, I'm trying to close, but... If you're here and you need prayer for health in your body, I want you to stand. Just stand quick, as quickly as you can. Just stand. You're believing God for health. Remember, two things that are very easy for God, money and health. And it's the things we are freaking out about a lot. Just health. Maybe you're believing God for a baby. Maybe you're You have a baby in your belly, and just we're just going to cover it today. There, the, the, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he's anointed me to preach good tidings. Good tidings here are, you're healed. It's not, listen, faith isn't saying, God, please heal me, or God's going to heal me, or I'm waiting for my manifestation. Faith is believing and receiving. Faith is, I'm healed. That's what faith is. I know it's a bit awkward. And you know what? It's unnatural. And that's what we want to be. Natural is sickness and disease. Unnatural is supernatural. And what God's going to do, he's gonna, God is about to elevate you above the terrain, the spiritual terrain. You're about to be lifted above sickness and disease and infirmity 
Some of this might be stress-related, might be anxiety-related. God's going to lift you up out of that. Do you, do you, do you believe that? Do you, do, you, do you believe you're healed, first and foremost? The Bible says this, he sent his word and healed us and delivered us of our destructions, even self-destructions. I get it. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. We just get to rise above it. And you know what? The end of our enemy is not our end, it's his end. God, I thank you right now for every man and woman that is standing. God, I pray a move your spirit. God, I thank you for healing faith to rise up in them. A gift of healing, a gift of faith, working of miracles. God, I thank you for prophecy. God, I thank you now that the work you've started in each of these folks, you're faithful to complete under the day of Christ Jesus. God, I thank you that by whose stripes we were healed, therefore we are. God, Jesus, being the same yesterday, today, and forever, went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the evil one. God, oppression comes off of them right now in the name of Jesus. And God, each and every one of them leave. God, they leave their symptoms. God, they, they leave the diagnosis. They leave the prognosis at your feet, God. Now what you've got to do is you've got to cast your care for this on the Lord, for he cares for you. You've got to cast it onto him right now. You cannot carry it out of here. You get a thought of, of, of a symptom or you get a, you get a thought of the diagnosis or you get a thought of whatever you're dealing with, you have to bring it into captivity, the captivity of Christ. You've got to cast the care you have for it right now out of your life in the name of Jesus. Say this with me. Father God, I cast my care upon you because you care for me. I am not built to carry it. God, I thank you now. I am free because Jesus set me free, and I'm free indeed. That means free of poverty, sickness, and premature death. God, I thank you that I have life surging through me right here and right now. God, forgive me of any doubt and unbelief. God, I repent of it right now. I turn my back on it, and I follow Jesus. God, I thank you. I am healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutchurch.com.